This is Wow, another podcast. What is Wow? Well, I'm glad that you asked. We're two best friends just having a blast. Where we talk about things that make us say wow. Whether it's good stuff, bad stuff, or it's just plain sad stuff. We say wow to all of it. This is Wow, another podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to Wow, another podcast. We're your hosts, Monica and Olivia. Um, if you're here to get your character to level 85, you're at the wrong Wow. This is not World of Warcraft. So feel free to stick around, but I don't think that you're going to get what you want with this <laughs> podcast. But we welcome you because we welcome every single person in the world. Exactly. So, as Monica just mentioned, this is not a World of Warcraft podcast. Instead, it is a podcast about all things that make us go wow which is a term that was coined by our good friend mark chartrand from work also executive producer of the podcast shout out to mark love you mark whether it's good or bad or shocking or inspiring or just plain heinous anything that gives us a feeling that's what we're here to talk about now that you guys are a part of this little inside joke you can say it all the time too and have all of your friends hate you also like ours do hashtag wow today what we'd like to focus on our wow for today is the fire festival which has made us go wow in disbelief if you guys haven't seen the documentary on netflix on netflix we don't know what you're waiting for because this documentary has revolutionized all documentaries <laughs> there's really things have happened in the past that don't even matter anymore history now just, that fire's here history it's... just doesn't matter because the fire festival is the only thing we should be talking about forever <laughs> So the Fire Festival, in a nutshell, was basically a festival that started by this guy Billy and Ja Rule, uh, and the goal was to throw like the most lavish, luxurious, VIP, amazing, rich festival out in the Bahamas. Yeah, it was it was targeted at these. Rich kids who just want to live like Instagram stars, and they were made all these false promises of luxury boats and these crazy cabanas and these crazy parties and you know going to see their favorite artists but when they got there it looked pretty much like a a like refugee a, camp yeah yeah slash hurricane i don't know, I don't know how else to put it but yeah that's yeah. pretty much it it's my understanding that they actually dropped the promo video for the festival before they even had kind of things planned out right yeah yeah so they all they had was pablo escobar's island from what i understand they had bought so billy didn't rent an island he bought an island for That's 10 right. million dollars pablo escobar's island he was dealing with pablo escobar's lawyers and they said they're trying to revamp the image of this island so you can't mention pablo escobar cue to the first promo video and what does it say come party on pablo escobar's <laughs> island so like next thing you know they lose the island they lose the island. They have to go find a new island. So so that in and of itself is ridiculous. But think about the documentary is when it starts off, they start showing you the behind the scenes of when they shot the promo video. And so they fly out like all these top models. You have like Anne Ratajkowski and like Haley Baldwin. And, and they're all they're all out there literally living their best lives. They, see, they show you like these very first world problems of like, I guess it's a common thing, or I don't know, I've seen other people's pics when they go on vacation to the Caribbean and there's actually like wild pigs, or I don't know if they're domesticated or what, but there are just, there's a pig population on the island. And you just see like the models like petting the pigs and it's like super cute. And then you have this one scene 
where Ja Rule is next to his CMO who's on the phone trying to coordinate the promo shoot and he's like he's like well we you know we want to get the pigs in there and the guy on the other end of the line who I guess is like the DP or something yeah he's like the marketing director yeah he's like he's like well we can't shoot it dude we can't get the pigs in there and you know we don't need that shot and the marketing director is like arguing with the DP like no we need the pigs and then you just have Ja Rule sitting there <laughs> with bated breath watching the phone call being like we're spending a lot of money on the shoot we go. We want to get the fucking He's like, pigs. Real talk, bro. <laughs> He's like, we want to go see the fucking pigs. The girls want to go see the fucking pigs, and everything was just like, so like we're going to see the fucking pigs, and we're just like, okay, murdering, chill, murder, murder. it's murder. <laughs> like, okay, we get it. Wow. And then you I think one the of them pigs? was like, all right, so then we we just went and we scratched the pigs, <laughs> which is just the best sentence ever. Yeah, we went and we scratched the pigs. Um, I don't know. It was just so ridiculous. Okay, let's let's track back for a second. They actually had a really really smart team behind it, and everything just went wrong. So the first guy that we need to just shout out is the uh, amazing pilot. <laughs> who he's like Scandinavian. He's like Swedish or something. I thought he was French. No, I no, think he's he not was like Parisian or no, something. No, he's Swedish. I think is he? I think okay. I remember them saying he was he, or Swedish, Swiss, Swiss, Swedish. He's Swedish. Yeah. Swedish. Okay. And <laughs> wait, so yeah, so t- tell us, Monica. So he basically learned how to fly a plane using Flight Simulator, a game with that Excuse most me. of us Microsoft Microsoft Flight Simulator, Simulator, which is a game that we've all played as children. Is it? Oh, I've played it. Is it a game? Yeah, I, yeah. No, yeah. I think I think it's like a legit instructional. No, but software. it's also a game. Like you fly planes and you, you oh, land that makes it. That's that are, so yeah. much better. I didn't know. But that. it's also. But I think actually, I've because I I'm pretty sure Bombardier like use it's. People use that type of thing to actually learn how to fly planes. No, but it's I just get the fact it. That but that's the like, only training yeah, you've had. Exactly. And he's there. He's Dude. like, well, actually, I taught it myself on Flight Simulator <laughs> Microsoft. Yo, that's like me saying, I read WebMD. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, legit. Like, no, that's I like me. Dude, I played yeah. Operations so much as a kid, yeah, and now surgeon. I can diagnose you and yeah. fucking do surgery on I'd, your body. I'd let you remove my appendix. Thank you. Thank you. I used the little sticky thing, and yeah. it didn't beep. So Listen, you just can't touch the metal. Just, that's all. <laughs> But yeah, no, so that dude was fucking jokes, and he's, and then, he's also, like, part of the logistics team, right? So at one point, like, Swedish pilot homeboy is like, yeah, hello, uh, it's time we stop thinking about girls and start thinking about porta parties <laughs> <laughs> Because it turns out the island doesn't really fit more than, like, a thousand people comfortably. And it didn't have the sewage system to properly... No plumbing, no Wi-Fi, no electricity. Who they were talking, one of the dudes was like, actually, you couldn't have picked a worse location. (laughs) (laughs) There's like, no. And they booked it on the most... Like the the busiest big, it was like the fucking regatta gala of something. They're it's like, like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah. And, and what's even more messed up is they booked the festival on the busiest weekend of the Bahamas, which that means the population of the island actually doubles because it's the regatta gala or whatever the sailing, or whatever sailing boat thing. Yeah, so that was like everything fancy to me is the regatta gala. Well, it's so. the regatta gala or the Catalina wine mixer. Ca- course, it's one or the other. Of course. Yeah, so that was pretty amazing. Um, other staff members we need to shout out that were very noteworthy. I mean, they're all hilarious, but um, let's talk about um, Andy. <laughs> let's talk. About let's talk it. about Andy. Andy King. He was like the head, like planner, if you will. Andy King, in the most literal sense, like gave his body for this festival. <laughs> <laughs> he he would have just fucking given it all, and I just I I I. 
for a man with that many years of experience Dedication. in the events, just I, somebody give him a, a, go, a fucking golden golden gate prize. So basically, they called Andy in late. Like he initially wasn't part of the team, right? But then he comes in to be like Mister Problem Solver because they realized things weren't going as planned and the timeline was off. Which and the timeline? Sorry, by the way, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks is when they had their full team put together. And as festival organizers, Olivia and I know that that is an awful, awful timeline. Awful, awful timeline. Just well, it's just you awful, can't work with that. You can't. I mean, do, you can't. No. You could maybe. Timeline. You could maybe plan like a like an engagement party, <laughs> or like just, a like a shower, like a wedding shower. Just anyway. So Andy comes on board, and he's just there, and he's the whole interview. He's talking about how he's constantly putting out fires and fixing problems, and this and that, and things are going horrifically. And the closer they get to the date, like the worse things are getting. And then he goes, "I had to take two days off in the middle of the planning to go attend." some other thing elsewhere. And then when he comes back to the Bahamas to resume duties on the festival planning, he realizes that the entire like cargo shipment of water bottles that was supposed to supply the festival is stuck at the border. Shout out to Evian. Shout out to Evian. So what happens? What happens, Liv? So he's the talking head interview on Netflix and he's there and he's like, so I basically got back to the island and I had them tell me that the, the only two days I was gone, the water was stuck at the border and we had to pay $150,000 in duties to import it. So basically I had Billy and the guys telling me like, look, you're Andy, our fearless gay leader. We basically need you to take one, take for, the one for the team and suck this guy's dick in order to get the water. He's like, if you go suck his dick, you will save this festival. <laughs> and what does Andy do? Okay, sorry. And at this point, I'm saying to myself, okay, well, this there's is the no, final there's, yeah, there's no fucking way he's going to do this. It's so degrading. Like, he's not going to prostitute himself for this. Like, but what happens? He goes... <laughs> And he's very much ready to have his penis sucked by another man for Evian water. And he... No, not to have his penis sucked. Oh, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting all my penis stuff mixed up. suckage on another I'm sorry, penis. I'm, I'm getting all the penis sucking mixed up. He was going to suck another man's yeah. penis for water. So he goes... So basically, after he told me that, after Billy asked me, I basically... You know, I went back to my cabin... I took a shower, I I rinsed with some <laughs> mouthwash, and I prepared to take one for the team, and I was going to suck this guy's dick for the water. He's like, <laughs> never in my 30 years. <laughs> oh, this poor guy, uh, honestly. But long story short, shout out to Andy King. Um, I can't believe, he's just a smart dude, I don't know why. And I love how everyone before was like, yo, did you hear Did you hear about what Andy almost did <laughs> to get water? And they're like, I'm not talking about that. And you cut to Andy. He's like, I almost sucked dick for water. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand why you'd openly admit that on Netflix. Like, because he wanted to show his dedication. But like dedication to a fucking schmuck who like extorted and frauded thousands of people. Honestly, one of my favorite characters who's probably just low-key people probably aren't thinking about him but it's um mr m david mm. Mm, david and i, I mm. say that because his name is spelled m d a v i d well he's just m david his name yeah, is m his name's david, m. david. It's so, like it's like uh you know w kamal bell or uh... no but there's no space it's m david there's no space in the name no it's m david no olivia it's m d a v i d no it's full, not one olivia, word olivia i'm gonna pull up my phone by the way i'm gonna pull up my phone i'm I can, What's his last name? I don't know, but his first name's M. David. 
M. David Fire Netflix. M. David. Oh my god, his name is it's M. David. straight up M. David. Wait, I thought it was like... Why do you think like, I've been like like um, on this? Like, uh, fucking, no, no, not like W. Kamau uh, Like L. Ron Hubbard. No, 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 no. Nope. Like it's, W. Kamau It's like M. David. And so I don't know if it's Maybe like, it's M. David. Maybe it's the silent M. Maybe it's like a David. <laughs> maybe it's like a Gaelic yeah, pronunciation maybe. that's like like Seal like Bond is really Siobhan. Yeah. And it's really his name is Michael. His name's David. I don't like how do you like, mm, yeah, Maybe his name is Umba. <laughs> and throughout this whole thing he's so stoic and I couldn't even take him seriously. I, I had to watch the documentary shocking. twice to actually realize that he was talking because I was like That his name was fuck? M David. Who the fuck names their kid M David? M David. M David. Maybe it's an apostrophe that they left out. I mean, whatever. I'm sure there's an explanation, but I'd like to think that his name is mm, mm. David or like, I like the click. <laughs> no, because that's logical and makes a lot of sense. I like the click. And then, you know what I really enjoyed was like throughout the doc, they're talking about how, you know, all the staff are warning Billy the whole time, right? Yeah. And they're like, Billy, you, you know, I've done this before. Like, you're, there's no way it's feasible. Like, you, you can't fit more than a thousand people on the island and you can't do this and we're not gonna have enough money for the catering and yada 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 and what's billy's response the whole time we are a solutions oriented company basically if you don't have a solution you can leave. get the fuck out yeah yeah that's his thing it's like we're solutions based we're solutions i wish i could use that for everything in my life like at what point do you admit your own insanity and delusion just to be like we're solutions based well the solution is, is to abort is not this yeah. yeah like fucking find something else to do but like don't steal people's money i just want to make sure that the next time i go somewhere that promises me a luxury experience i'm not staying in hurricane matthew relief tents extra yeah. <laughs> extra tents that were just left over yeah. from a disaster yeah so then everybody gets there and they keep them waiting for six hours and then finally they get to the campsite and he's just like okay everybody just grab a tent <laughs> so then it turns into a lord of the fries lord of the flies situation lord of the fries lord of the imagine. Flies. oh yum lord of the flies <laughs> some dude's like running around pissing on tents so that no one is sleeping <laughs> next to him he's like we had a strategy like we knew what was up i'm like yes yes rich millennial that is that is a great call great call bud bravo yo we want to see the fucking pigs the girls want to see the pigs <laughs> we're gonna see the fucking pigs <laughs> hold up i hope Brilliant. people talk about this forever Jarl didn't get enough flack for this whole thing. Like he's the face of it, and he just oh, What's that's another thing? thing, dude. When they were on the phone, and M. David or David or whatever silent M. David M- was M- just it's, like it's my David, my David, Mr. David, um, was like, uh, yeah, well, you know, we we led our consumers on, and it's basically fraud. And just like, no, <laughs> man, like it's not fraud. It's uh, it's uh, like dot would, dot dot. I would call uh, that uh, false advertising. And we're like, what the. Fuck is yeah. the difference between fraud uh, and it's not fraud. It's not fraud. It's uh, I'm 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 calling that uh, a false advertising. Like uh, false advertising. And we're like, like, yeah, it's fucking fraud. We're talking millions of dollars here, bro. Fucking... There's just so much. Like every minute of the documentary, you're just like, I can't believe. And he's like, we're solutions oriented. We're solutions oriented. No, we're gonna find a solution. Okay, whole thing fucking tanks. Everybody's like getting back to their regular lives. Billy gets back to New York. And he gets arrested, right? Because he is now being charged with like fraud, extortion, and all this other shit. And he was out on $300,000 bail. So he gets out on bail for $300,000. And what does he do? Monica, tell them what he does. He starts New York VIP something something, which is another fucking scam 
that he got some 22 year old kid to come on board to be the face face of of it because he couldn't do it and they would sell these very very low price vip tickets so like the met gala and the super bowl and meet and greet with taylor swift yeah all these things that don't exist and they're scamming more kids out of their like this guy has balls yeah no but it's not i think it's more than balls at this point it's more like what what kind of childhood trauma did you endure that has conditioned you to behave in such a way anyway so he's on bail and starts a new scam and like one of the dudes on the on the dock was like i just don't understand why he didn't stop like you're already under the world's biggest microscope Billy, be like, solutions oriented Billy. and just fucking stop, well, actually, bro. If you, if you think about it, that yeah, is he's a very, solution. Yeah, he's very, that, <laughs> that is very solutions oriented. Choose another solution, Listen, Billy. he's a man of his word. At least he sticks by it. <laughs> no, but it, the best is like when he's out on bail and he's starting his little grassroots company, scam company, and Billy just goes, well, I am not going to prison. And I just keep thinking, is Billy in his head at that point being like, don't worry, I'm solutions oriented. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to prison. That's all. <laughs> That's all he says to himself. He goes to bed and he's like, thank you, God, for making me a solutions oriented person. I am blessed with creative solutions. Thank you for all the solutions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving me orientation towards <laughs> solutions. Please tell all these schmucks around me that solutions oriented problem solving is the only type of problem solving that matters. Please and thank you. That's to me. another day full <laughs> of solutions. Here's to another solutions oriented <laughs> day. That's what you and I do for That's a living, Monica. We just we find just solutions. Fucking... And when our interns and assistants come to us with problems, what do we tell them? Just find the fucking solution. <laughs> That's exactly right. We tell them, you know. Fine. I want to wear a bracelet that says WW. BD, like what would Billy do? And then on the other side, it just says solutions. <laughs> solutions oriented product. How about just like a new company? How about we change the name of this podcast to like Billy Solutions? Wow, another solution. Wow, another solution. <laughs> oh, and on that note, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to our first podcast episode. We've got a lot more material coming your just way. Shit to talk about. Um, so join us next time on Wow. wow. Another Another podcast. podcast.